to the Sabbath School Bible Study Podcast. Today's Wednesday, December 30. I invite you to pause the audio so that you can pray asking for God's guidance as you study His Word. And I'll be right back. To eat or be eaten. Question. Read Isaiah chapter 1. Verses 19 through 31. What theme appears here that is seen all through the Bible? Isaiah chapter 1, verses 19 through 31. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. See how the faithful city has become a prostitute. She once was full of justice, righteousness used to dwell in her, but now murderers. Your silver has become dross. Your choice wine is diluted with water. Your rulers are rebels, partners with thieves. They all love bribes and chase after grifts. They do not defend the cause of the fatherless. The widow's case does not come before them. Therefore, the Lord, the Lord Almighty, the Mighty One of Israel declares, Ah, I will vent my wrath on my foes and avenge myself on my enemies. I will turn my hand against you. I will thoroughly purge away your dross and remove all your impurities. I will restore your leaders as in days of old, your rulers as at the beginning. Afterward, you will be called the city of righteousness, the faithful city. Zion will be delivered with justice, her penitent ones with righteousness. But rebels and sinners will both be broken, and those who forsake the Lord will perish. You will be ashamed because of the sacred oaks in which you have delighted. You will be disgraced because of the gardens that you have chosen. You will be like an oak with fading leaves, like a garden without water. The mighty man will become tender and his work a spark. Both will burn together with no one to quench the fire. Notice the logical structure in Isaiah chapter 1 verses 19 and 20. If the people choose to be willing and obedient to God, they will eat the good of the land. By contrast, if they refuse his offer of forgiveness and restoration and rebel against him, they will be eaten by the sword. The choice is theirs. These verses then contain a conditional blessing and curse. Isaiah chapter 1 reiterates and applies 
the words of Moses recorded in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 19 and 20. At the time when the covenant with the nation of Israel was set up, I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Look at these words from Moses. Notice, there is no middle ground. Is it either life or death, blessings or curses? Why do you think there is only one of two choices for us? Why can't there be some sort of compromise? These words of Moses summarize the series of warnings, blessings and curses that conclude the formation of the covenant in Deuteronomy chapters 27 through 30. Compare Leviticus chapter 26. Elements of this covenant include 1. The recounting of what God has done for them. 2. Conditions, stipulations, commandments to be observed in order for the covenant to be maintained. 3. Reference to witnesses and 4. Blessings and curses to warn people what would happen if they violated the covenant conditions. Scholars have found that these elements appear in the same order in political treaties involving non-Israelite peoples, such as the Hittites. So, for establishing God's covenant with the Israelites, he used a form they would understand and would impress upon them as forcefully as possible the nature and consequences of the mutually binding relationship into which they were choosing to enter. The potential benefits of the covenant were staggering, but if Israel broke their agreement, they would be worse off than ever. Question. In your own Christian walk, how have you experienced the principle of blessing and curses as seen above? Additional reading, selected quotes from Ellen White. God speaks to his people in blessings bestowed, and when these are not appreciated, he speaks to them in blessings removed, that they may be led to see their sins and return to him with all their hearts. Patriarchs and Prophets, page 470. God has given us the power of choice. It is ours to exercise. We cannot change our hearts. We cannot control our thoughts, our impulses, our affections. We cannot make ourselves pure, fit for God's service. But we can choose to serve God. We can give Him our will. Then He will work in us to will and to do according to his good pleasure. Thus, our whole nature will be brought under the control of Christ.
through the right exercise of the will, an entire change may be made in the life. By yielding up the will to Christ, we ally ourselves with divine power. We receive strength from above to hold us steadfast. A pure and noble life, a life of victory over appetite and lust, is possible to everyone who will unite his weak, unwavering human will to the omnipotent, unwavering will of God. The Ministry of Healing, page 176. That's all for today. Please subscribe to our podcast and check out our Instagram at sabbathschool.en. Thank you.